Oh my goodness, you guys, we did it, you're here, you made it, it's the end of the week, the part that we all like the most, but also subsequently seems to be the shortest part of the week, isn't that fun? Anyways, how's it going junkies, junkers, junkettes, junkoos, junkaronis, <laughs> jabronis? No, I'm not gonna do that, um, yeah, we did it, um, we're another week into December, isn't that fun? The year is almost to a close. I saw, I uh, I saw a thing today where it was uh, I don't know who shared it, but it was like, uh, twenty twenty two is approaching in like two weeks, and then it's like me still processing twenty twenty. Yeah, it's it's been a weird time for us all. Also, I mean, part of me is kind of upset. The word I'm gonna be all over today. Okay, it's it's I'm going through some emotions, you guys. Okay, I'm. I'm 30. The dirty 30 has approached, and I am no longer in my 20s, but we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, part of me is distraught because I feel like I remember December, not meaning to rhyme. I think I remember that when I was younger, in December, that it was like snowy all the time, right? And sure, Chris, we're only two weeks in. I know that, okay? But one of my favorite things as a child was was having snow outside for my birthday but I haven't gotten that in quite a while right I would as much as I would love to blame global warming which is probably a factor but I don't know I'm not a scientist um, I'm barely even educated so don't listen to me um, but don't take that as to turn off the podcast you should just keep listening because we're gonna have fun um, but <laughs> I I don't feel like I get snow anymore for my birthday. I'm not going to tell you what my birthday is. Just just know that I am 30 now, okay? Um, but I don't get snow. And even further, several weeks from now, I would be surprised if we had snow on Christmas, which is another thing that I feel like that's kind of the whole point of Christmas, right? Is <laughs> snow. Um, but no, instead we've been getting rain, which is cool. You know, I like rain. Rain's great. Um, I will i prefer rain over the cold well not cold but over snow just because rain adds moisture to the air and i need moisture because i've got hypersensitive skin and without it i get really we're gonna get gross here i get real flaky and dry and also i get like itchy and my nose dries out and i get nosebleeds and stuff like that I've got a fucking humidifier d no, yeah a humidifier in every room in my apartment because I don't do well in the dryness, so maybe I should move to somewhere where it's a little more damp. Moist. Uh, moist. I know a lot of people don't like that word, but I'm going to say moist. You know, I just need humidity, man. I need, oh, move to Florida. No, that's too humid, bro. I've been to Florida a lot as a child, as I'm sure I've mentioned on the show before, but like... I don't like, I mean, I'm sure maybe my body would adapt to it, like, but my hair, it's not even my body, it's just my hair, bro, I can't stand, well, my hair and my lungs, just, I've been to Disney World a lot, and that's like, you know, uh, Orlando, yeah, Orlando, bro, the hair gets crazy poofy, I can't keep it straight, I can't, uh, even like, I mean, I guess part of it is, the stays that I would be at in Florida were from, 60 degree hotel room into the 90 degree humidity of Florida and it's just like my lungs asthmatic here my lungs just don't know how to process <laughs> going from the cold the cool dry air to the palpably wet not wet palpably damp air that is Flor the Floridian uh, life and I just I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I need some place cool and damp, right? <laughs> I'm a fucking bug, bro. I'm a bug. Cool and damp. No, I just, I don't know. I don't like heat uh, as the aforementioned hypersensitive skin likes to break out in hives when it gets too hot. Not even when I, the, the, the consciousness that is me, Chris, gets too hot because that's, that's a pretty high number when it's like, ugh. I now just have like, 
like rules like hey if it's gonna be 95 like i can't go outside for very long because if i get too hot like i'll get sweaty and it's like eh, it's fine but as soon as i like go to cool down that's when just red redness spreads it looks like an infection growing inside me. It mainly starts in my chest and crawls up my neck. It's pretty unsettling. To people who don't know what's going on, it's like, oh my God, are you okay? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just going to be itchy for a couple hours. But it like kind of s- not swells up like um, like a, like a, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an analogy. Um, but more like kind of bumpy like mosquito bites, you know? It's hives. If you've ever had hives, maybe not. I don't know. This is kind of a personal thing. Um, but yeah, I have the biggest organ in and on this corporeal form is the most moody, which is just a fucking solid get for this existence, you know? But yeah, um, super moody skin. Don't like the heat. Can't handle the the dryness. Just, ugh. I feel like I'm doing a lot of complaint. I'm not complaining, okay? Let's... I'm merely stating the facts of the restrictions that were given, that were bestowed upon me through my genetic, my ancestry, right? Maybe it's, I I can't even tell you if that's true or not because I don't have any connection to my ancestry. So we're just kind of guessing at this point, folks. I'm just playing the cards we were dealt, you know? But yeah, so 30. Okay, I uh, I had a small conversation with Aberdeen uh, after it was after we were done recording, and in hindsight, I wish I would would have been recording because, like, I feel like I gave a very a very inspirational rant. Not even rant because that sounds like it was forced. They asked me. <laughs> jokingly what's it like to not be you know 20 and I was like well let me tell you something your 20s are fun but they're also adversely you're gonna have some miserable points because I feel like personally my my journey led me to this realization your 20s are about finding out who you are right when you're a teenager I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way you know, when you're in high school specifically, there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way, you know, to fit in, you know, whether it's the popular kids or what, you know, there's, there's a lot of shit being sold to you at that age. And not just from your peers, like it's from the authorities around you and above you, you know, your teachers, you know, your uh, principals and your parents, you know, hey, you got to live your life this way. Because this is how you succeed, you know, blah, blah, blah. You got to go to college. You got to get a wife or a husband or a, well, when I was in high school, there was no non-binary, right? Um, But you got to get a, you got to get married, you know, you got to have kids and all that shit. There's a lot of outward pressures and that can be very stressful, especially when all these people are telling you to do one thing when you don't want any of those things, all these things that they're telling you that are the template for life. And you're like, yeah, none of that shit interests me. College for what? What am I going to go to college for? To get a degree in something that I'm not now in hindsight, I would say that to get a degree in a job, to get a degree in something to where, when I come out, I can't even get a job in that field because those jobs require experience, but you don't have experience because you just got out of college, right? That's a thing people still still fucking uh, battle with. But, you know, go to college, get married. But it's so crazy to me that they put, well, it's not crazy to me now, but it's strange that they push all these, like, ideologies, I guess, you know, these college, marriage, all that stuff, when... And they want you to be a certain way when, you know, at 18, what the fuck do you know about life? What do you even know about yourself? Like, you've still got, uh, hold on, I'm going to count, 9, 21, 2, 3, 4. You've still got like seven or eight years before your brain is even done developing, bro. Like, and you want me to decide who and what I want to be for the rest of my life? Get your fucking life. Get out of here. No way, dude. You know, 
an ins what and you know what's we're jumping around you know what's crazy to me is that i know and you probably know this too that when those adults that are pushing these things onto you were your age at that time they probably fucking hated it too and they were probably just as stressed out and i don't know i mean it's just a vicious cycle you know misery uh uh makes misery that's not what i was trying to say but you know what i mean like their suffering is only oh because that's what they know that's what they're going to project and push like oh this is how i did it like yeah but did you fucking like it no then why are you trying to get me to do it misery loves company but like they were asking me (laughs) you know what's it like to what are the 20s like well you're gonna have your good times because there's a lot of freedom in your 20s right you can you can you can make a lot of big fucking mistakes and still be able to recoup right you're still young but then as i always say your quarter life crisis you know good old john mayer at in your like mid-20s you're gonna be like oh fuck what am i doing with my life you know and there's those same outward pressures like hey you're supposed to be this you know at this age you're supposed to have this you're supposed to have this you're supposed to be at this point in a certain relationship like there's a lot of outward stressors and i told them i was like don't fucking listen to any of that because aberdeen they're 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 young right i think they said 18 and 20 right just just babies aberdeen if you're listening i'm sorry to call you babies but you're young um but yeah you know like mid-20s you're trying to figure out who you are don't not letting those outward pressures you know depict how you live your life because there is no template sure there's a way that things have been done but that doesn't necessarily mean that's how things have to be done you know like any job i've ever had you know you go and you get trained on the position okay i'll learn it how you do it and then once i get good at that and i understand it then i'm gonna do things the way i want and the way things work better for me as an individual and that's how i think you should live your life sure you can take note of how things have been done how things have succeeded for others before but that's also them like that's not you they you are not them and they aren't you so what works for them isn't necessarily going to directly work for you so I I felt kind of cliche when I said this, but I was like, you know, just do what makes you happy, you know? If playing music is what makes you happy, then just follow that. Yeah, you know, there's probably going to be times where you're going to go a little hungry because making music doesn't always pay the bills. You know, being an up-and-coming band, being in any band of any, well, not of any stature because when you're Metallica, you don't have to worry about being hungry. But, you know, even in the early stage Metallica or, you know, insert band name. It's hard, you know, there are going to be days where you don't shower. There's going to be days where you don't eat, you know, you're going to have to sell some shit at half price just to get some money. You know, it's just the way it goes. But there, I was very adamant about the, there's no template of how to live your life. You know, just do what you want. You know, there's, there's all kinds of ways to do it. There's no, there's not just one way. I used to get mad at my dad all the time because he would, he would uh, berate me for, oh, you didn't do it right. I'm like, what do you mean? You wanted s- this thing done. It is done. Yeah, well, you didn't do it <laughs> the way I wanted it done. It's like, who fucking cares, dude? It's done. I, uh, I always tell this story. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to get in trouble because... My father would give me uh, responsibility, chores, right? Hey, you need to rake the leaves. My friends would come over and they'd be like, hey, do you want to go out and play? And I'd be like, well, I can't because I, I have to do chores first. And I'd be like, but if you guys stay and help me, I can get it done faster. You know, it'll only take like an hour and then we can go out and play. We can go do whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So they'd, you know, I'd have three or four of the neighbor kids help me out do these chores and my dad would always get so mad. No, I told you to do the chores. Dad, it's getting done. Who fucking cares how it gets done? It's getting done. Okay, these are these are managerial uh, traits that I am uh, expressing, right? I'm showing that this, I am management material. I can delegate responsibility. At 15, bro, come on. I should be rewarded for that. But no. But yeah, there's no template for how you got to live your life. And that's something that I... 
I struggled with in my early 20s. Not early 20s. I was <laughs> not worried about many things in my early 20s. But like 24, 25, there was a, there was a, there was a darkness. Darkness. To <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Darkness. But, um... Get just lost, you know, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be, you know, graduated from college. I'm supposed to have a house. I'm supposed to have a good paying job. Like that's, that's a fucking old American standard, man. That's not, that's not 2020. Well, this was 2000. I don't even know what year. I'm bad at math. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> this isn't 2015 shit, you know, like the world is different. Uh, uh, prices for things are different, you know. I this isn't 1973 where your parents could buy a house for fucking forty thousand dollars. You know that's probably not a right number, but you 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 get what I'm saying. I'm not a historian, um, but like yeah, I struggled in my mid twenties. But once you kind of settle into the notion that hey, I have found the things that make me happy, right? And those for me, those things are bands, you know, music, yeah, you know, extracurriculars, you know, handled responsibly and not the way I did when I was younger. Um, you know, Kitty, Kitty brings me a lot of joy. He's probably the funniest <laughs> person I know. Um, not person, but he, I spend a lot of time, he's hilarious. Um, you know, I like anime. I like watching a movie. Cinematic adventures, as Dane Cook has famously said once. Um, these are the things I like. So why can't I just do those things? Why can't I just have my life revolve around those things? And the truth of the matter is, you can. If you just like building Lego sets and, you know, watching porn, that's, you can do that, bro. It's just, you know, don't, <laughs> don't ruin your life with it, okay? still You still got to be a functioning member of society. You got to pay your taxes and go to work and all that stuff, but as long as your hobbies and the things that you like don't negatively affect anyone else, then who's to say you can't fucking do them, you know? Just follow your happiness. That's that's really all it is, you know? There's no template. There's no right way. There are some wrong ways, okay? we. I think we can all agree on some wrong ways. I don't have to list them, okay? You're smart. I'm smart. We can piece two and two together. There are wrong ways, but as long as it's not, as long as your happy ways aren't detrimental to somebody else, then I don't really think there's a, there should be a problem with it. Live your life. Do whatever you want. <sighs> but yeah, it's, it feels weird being 30, you know, like not necessarily because I feel old, but there's like, there's still that, that lingering notion that I'm supposed to be at a certain, at a different place. You know, I'm supposed to be at a certain way, but I think that's just, you know, all the brainwashing that was done when I was younger. Like I'm super content with my anime ingestion, uh, ingestion, consumption, my anime consumption, the video games I sometimes play, going to shows, my record collection. Like these are things that make me happy. So who fucking cares? Um, but like, it just, it's odd, you know, 20s seemed like, the 20s seemed more like youth, like I'm still young, but 30s, it's like, boy, you grown, you grown now. I mean, any older person would say that 30 is still young, but that's a biased opinion, and who fucking cares? <laughs> who cares about the opinions of the elderly, you know? No, it's a, I think it's interesting, you know, like growing up, I had a lot of issues with, um, what's the, what's the term? Um, identity. Um, like when I was younger, it was just, I wore whatever my parents gave me, right? In middle school, I started getting a little more freedom. Um, and then also in middle school, I was informed that I was adopted, right? And so that just threw everything for a loop like okay well who the fuck am i then right because i i already knew that i was way different than you guys who what do i come from and indiana is such a cool state 
you know, in, in terms of closed adoptions that you have to wait uh, till you're 18 to get information, which is fine. Um, I mean, it's not fine. It's, it's, it can pan out very poorly for some like me. Um, but with that information, I think it kind of caused me to rebel a lot, mainly just cause I didn't know like who I was or, but it did help me push through myself to find out who I wanted to be. Right. And even at an early age, I had this affinity for the goth culture. I always thought black clothes and the makeup and the piercings. And the, then at that time, the trip pants, I thought those were very unique and nobody else wore those clothes. And that's always been something that I was like super connected to was being honestly, you know what it is? It was, the, I was attracted to the black sheep, you know, cause that's, that's what I always felt like I was in my family. I was attracted to the ostracized, the, the goth kids. Um, shout out to Shalisha, the goth girl who lived down the street from me <laughs> and helping me in my affinity for uh, goth culture. Um, but like it took me, you know, 30 years to really get comfortable with the fact that I want to be a goth kid. Like I want to wear dark clothes. I want to have spooky shit in my house. I want to only <laughs> I want to put red lights up and just use that as my main source for light like I know that's not specifically a goth thing but it's spooky and it reminds me of all the gothy stuff the spoopy stuff but you know I it took me this long to really get comfortable with who I wanted to be you know I mean I now I'm now I'm starting to think is who you want to be and who you are the same thing I don't think they are, but I think they could be, you know, like if you want to be an asshole, you can absolutely be an asshole. Like that's easily done. Um, but then, you know, what is identity, you know, like, is that, do you choose your identity or are you genetically pre-programmed to have one? Because I don't know if you uh, ever took one of those uh, DNA tests, right? Like you little spit in the vial and you send it to the government and they, you know, replicate your DNA, whatever conspiracy theory you want to believe in. Um, there was a lot of things in that that I was surprised that were written in your genetic code, right? Like your affinity for salty or sweet, that's not up to you. That's written in your DNA. You don't even get to fucking choose that, dude. Isn't that wild? Like, it's just programmed like, oh, this one's going to like salty shit. That's that's what mindset is. Like, hey, you, you prefer salty over sweet, which is true. I like salty food. Probably doesn't bode well for the um, risk of uh, high blood pressure and heart problems that most men are uh, gifted with in their in the later stages of their life. But... You know, that's cool. I'll, I'll just get to clock out sooner than everybody else. Having ingested the things that I wanted. That sounds fine. Um, but yeah, like identity. Do you get to pick it? Or is it already... Are you pre-programmed that way? Like, was I... Well, I guess it always just comes down to the, the old uh, psychology debate. Nurture versus nature. Is it... Do you become what you are due to the outward, um, oh man, I'm having, I am struggling with words today, the outward variables, right? Like the people you come in contact with, your parents, the TV that you watch, the video games you play, what, you know, the friends you make, are those, do those variables make you who you are or is it all pre-programmed? Is it mommy and daddy's genes plus some uh, Grammy and grandpa's genes that make you? You know, is it just ancestral? Um, I think a lot of people say it's a little bit of both. And I think that's probably the safe the safe bet, you know. I'm sure there are external variables that affect who you are. Also, you know, the genetic ones. But it's weird, you know. What if you don't get to pick? What if... You are what you are because that's just what was written in your, your, I almost said bio, <laughs> well, biology in your biology, you know, 
but I don't think there's unfortunately I don't think there's a <laughs> there's a gene for goth. Um but I mean I don't know if you wanted to argue you could say there is and that gene is a a, a depression, a severe depression that is absolutely a genetic thing that you can get and probably do have. Um but I don't think that, you know, jokingly that doesn't necessarily decide that you're going to be goth it just means you're going to be sad which could lead you to many different uh aesthetics right you could just be the little emo sad boy i mean you can be you can be the little the you can be witchy and sad and i mean you could dress in abercrombie and fitch and still be sad which i'm sure there are plenty of kids out there because i went to school with a lot of preppy kids who probably weren't actually as happy as they pretended to be don't assume people are happy just because they act happy, folks, okay? It's very easy to put on a mask, and I'm sure you know that. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, I I apologize for being all over the place. Uh, I'm just flustered, you know? It's, I mean, I saw a lady on TikTok who told me that, uh, <laughs> not told me, but reminded me of the, the simple fact that the, the year that you're celebrating isn't actually the year of age that you are because when you are born you are essentially nine months old right you have been growing for nine months when you celebrate your first birthday you're actually closer to two years old than you are one right so i'm actually <laughs> 31 right um and isn't that fun to think about oh, hey, you're 28, guess what? You're actually 29. But it, I don't know. It's I've been I've been mulling it over all year. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be 30. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, honestly. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It's just, it's a weird, like, I really think it only comes from, like, a societal pressure, right? It's just the, uh, again, the external variables that have been, uh, fed to me throughout my entire life of you got to be here at this age you got to have this you got to be this you got to be doing these things it's like no I think I've I finally accepted that like hey you know we're just gonna do what I want to do and I don't have to worry about anybody else's opinions because that's life you can literally do whatever you want anything you want yeah there's gonna be consequences to some of those things but you know that's you know, that's just how, that's, it do be like that sometimes, you know, try not to do bad things that have bad consequences, you should try and do things that have cool consequences, you know, like adopting a black cat, black cats, <laughs> this is not a paid sponsorship, I wish it were, black cats get a bad rap, you know, historically, those goddamn Europeans had to ruin it and say that, oh, black cats are bad luck, when thousands of years previous, Black cats were worshipped. I couldn't. I, Bestet, is that the name? Um, I that's that might not be right. I could just be making up words, which I know we have a little rule here on. Uh, oh no, I was whoa, holy shit! I pulled that out of my ass. That's right. Bestet uh, was a goddess of ancient Egyptian religion, worshipped as early as the second dynasty. I don't fucking know when the second dynasty was, but the yeah, Bestet was a Egyptian god. You know, and then. Those friggin' white people had to be like, all black cats are with witches, which were just women who were going through mania and <laughs> having ideas that we didn't agree with or we couldn't make sense of because we're stupid peasants who poop in the woods. There's nothing wrong with pooping in the woods. You know, just bury it, okay? Don't be a dick. Also, Boy Scout fact, don't pee on trees, okay? Deer like the salt, and they'll lick the bark right off the tree which, you know, is detrimental to the tree. So don't pee on trees. I don't know how that came up, but... <laughs> um, yeah, that's your fun fact for today. Um, but yeah, adopt a black cat, you know? That's... this That poor kitty might sit in there and might get put down because everyone thinks black cats are bad. They're not bad. They're great cats. I had a black cat growing up. His name was Tommy. Um, he was a weird cat because he, he had a black coat, but when you would... You're not supposed to do this because it annoys them. But when you w would do a reverse pet, you know, his hair was white. So he was black on the top but white on the bottom. 
He was pretty unique. Rest in peace, Tommy, you old fuck. I think, dude, I think that cat lived to be like 18, 19. That cat was old as shit, bro. Just full of, I think, <laughs> I think he lived as long as he did out of pure spite. Uh, which I, I, I commend. I respected that cat out of that alone. But yeah. Oh, uh, now that I'm 30, I was like looking, I was like, what? What am I as old as now? And I was like, what kind of, what albums am I as old as, right? And I was looking up some, and I, it kind of made me, I, I shouldn't have looked it up, because it made me feel kind of bad. <laughs> but Mashuga, bro, their debut album, January 1st, 1991, right? Mashuga, dude, that band seems like they've been around forever. Uh, let me see, um, I'm trying to find some other ones that were... Dinosaur Jr.'s Green Mind. I'm as old as that fucking album. Uh, Is is that? No, that's not there. Uh, Who else we got here? Um, R.E.M. They're like, not their debut, but it's actually their seventh studio album. But when you think of R.E.M., you think of the songs from this album. Uh, Specifically, uh, oh shit, what's that one called? Uh, Losing My Religion? That one. It's an uh, album out of time. Um, let me see. What else we got here? Uh, Eurythm. Oh, that's... Nope, never mind. Don't worry about that one. That was just a... <laughs> greatest hits. Um, no effects. Ribbed. Oh, nice. Nice. Ribbed for... I, I, I said just says Ribbed is a studio album by the American punk rock band No Effects. I wonder if they did that just because No Effects has so many albums. I don't know anything about No Effects. I mean, I know stuff about them, but it's not a band I've ever uh, chosen to listen to, you know. Um, oh, the second studio album by Lenny Kravitz. I don't know if you like Lenny Kravitz. I was re-watching some of the Dave Chappelle show. Um, not the Dave Chappelle show, Jesus. <laughs> Chappelle show, right? Um, and one of my favorite bits is the uh, the race the race draft where they're like drafting people to be in certain races and uh Lenny Kravitz gets totally adopted by the Jews that's pretty funny um Alanis Morissette's uh first or yeah her debut studio album not Jagged Little Pill right that's not her debut okay um that didn't come out till like 95 I think 95 but yeah dude she was I every time that album comes out, she was 17 when she wrote that album, and I'm pretty sure she did it in like two weeks. Um, let me see, Crash Test Dummies, the debut album of Crash Test Dummies. Do you remember Crash Test Dummies? Am I old? No, I'm not. It, well, I mean, I am, but <laughs> Crash Test Dummies aren't a household name. They were like a one-hit wonder. Um, they had like one big song in the 90s that. Just that song. I hate that that's what they called it because whenever you're like, hey, do you remember that song from Crash Test Tummies called mm-hmm? And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what was the name of that? No, it's called mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I remember that. Um, oh, Temple of the Dog. The one and only album you get from Temple of the Dog was. I'm as old as that. Temple of the Dog, if you don't know, is the. Uh, it's like the super group. With members of Soundgarden and uh, Pearl Jam, um, it was a tribute to the uh, oh fuck, the vocalist of Mother Love Bone, which is another big like grunge band from the '90s. Um, he died of a heroin overdose. Don't do heroin, okay? And don't do <laughs> don't do uh, opiates either, okay? It's just a fucking it's a setup, bro. Don't trust your doctor. Don't do not trust your doctor. Oh, it'll be fine. Just take these. Mm, careful. Careful. Try and find something else. They work, okay? Oh, they 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 give them out for surgeries because they fucking work. But if you're fucking sad, don't take them because they're going to fix that. And then you're going to just eat more and more and more and more. And then you're going to wind up like that guy. Um, Let me see. What else we got? Michael Bolton? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, but that's, damn, the seventh studio album. The Time, Love, and Tenderness, Jesus. Uh, Pat Benatar's True Love. Boys to Men, Cooley High Harmony. Ugh. 
this is the violent femmes why do birds sing oh man what else we got in here what the heck is dread zeppelin why don't i know about this it's an american reggae rock band is that right who would have guessed something called dread zeppelin was gonna be reggae Ooh, huey lewis in the news hard play hard at play looky there um okay I'm, now i'm just like naming shit off so let's let's try and find something uh what the fuck is this paul mccartney unplugged the official bootleg what does that mean the official bootleg can something be bootleg if it's official or does he what the fuck does that mean do i click on this to find out um no there's a lot of reading and guess what i don't care sorry paul mccartney i just don't give a fuck about your official bootleg um seal oh my god the debut album from seal that's amazing but kiss from a rose isn't there but that will come uh what is it five six years later when it comes uh that batman movie i think he wrote that song for that batman movie is that true let's you know what before i just start spouting off nonsense and getting flagged because oh you're you're spreading false uh information let me see where your album's at bro um seal uh now which one is it gonna be seal 2 yup seal 2 ooh 1994 um okay where is it kiss from a rose let's see what this is at um oh no it was re-released a year later in 1995 as part of the batman forever film soundtrack helping it top the charts in the united states and australia okay so he didn't write it for uh the movie but he did re-release it for the movie um oh shit kiss from rose was written in 1987 several years prior to the re release of seal's eponymous debut album in 1991 um after writing the song seal oh no seal felt embarrassed by it and threw the tape in the corner Oh my goodness. Uh, in 2015, Seal said of the song, to be honest, I was never really that proud of it. Though I like what Trevor did with the recording. He turned that tape from my corner into another 8 million record sales, and my name became a household name. Damn. Kiss from a Rose was a second single taken from the Batman Forever film soundtrack and topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for one week in August 1995. Damn. Um, that's crazy. Okay, well, so there you go. It wasn't for the movie, but it was re-released. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose, the love theme from Batman Forever. That's, okay. I do remember that song from that movie because I am old enough to have gone to see that movie in theaters. Kiss from uh, Batman Forever was the was the ivy one right where's nick when you need him he would be able to tell me nick is probably yelling at the <laughs> at his stereo right now yes that's the one hold on i i backed out i shouldn't have i shouldn't have done that um uh seal 2 batman forever oh no it's not it's the riddler and two-face that's the one tommy lee jones did you guys know he was gay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke from Tom Segura. Not even from him. His dad told him that and didn't even know it was true. He just made it up. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, I don't know. I just thought so. Um, but yeah. Oh, man. What was I looking at? Oh, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins debut album. Um, uh, second album from NWA. Uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how do I say this? Friends for life, uh, brothers for life. Um, I don't know. It you'll, yeah. N words for life. That doesn't sound great. I don't know. You know, just look it up. Okay, it's a second album. Okay, you can say it in your head. Okay, that's not. Oh, Indigo Girls, the first live album. Indigo Girls rule. You should you should definitely listen to Indigo Girls. 
Um, Leonard Skinner, Kraftwerk, Skid Row, Slave of the Grind. Second album, Typo Negative, Slow, Deep, and Hard. Oh, no. The debut album of Typo Negative. Man, I always forget that band isn't as old as I think they are. Um, Sarah McLachlan. Okay, that's not the... And the other... Oh, shit. Uh, the alleged, uh, um, debut, they call it debut, uh, for Green Day, uh, 1039 Smoothed Out Slappy Hours, that came out in 91, I think Kerplunk also came out in 91, um, so, you're welcome, 1991, well, Green Day for, what am I thinking for? 1991 gave us Green Day, that's what I, that's what I wanted to say, but it didn't come out that way. Um, what else we got? Mud Honeys, uh, Every Good Boy, <laughs> Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge, um, Fugazi, Steady Diet of Nothing, uh, I should have just written these down so I could read them a lot faster, uh, Cypress Hill's debut album, um, oh crap, where, where was that? Metallica, bro, the Black Album, Metallica, is from 1991, Spin Doctors, Pocket Full of Kryptonite, those are two very different bands, but hey, you know, whatever, Bismarcky, I need a haircut. Um, why would he say that? Didn't he? Oh no, I think he did have hair. Therefore, I just remember him being bald. Um, or at least Pearl Jam's Ten, um, Blues Traveler, uh, second album, uh, Travelers and Thieves. Uh, oh my goodness, look at all the Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears, Guns and Roses, Use Your Illusion One and Two. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Damn. That's actually the first album where they had the lineup that we all know now. Like, they had lots of people come in and out of that band. But they've also been around for, I think, like, ten years before this fucking album came out. And they put out a whole bunch of albums before it. Ooh, The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Holy shit. Also, Nevermind, Nirvana. Oh my goodness. What is this? Um, alright, let me find... Oh, there it is. Bad Motorfinger, Soundgarden. Great album. Man. So I just like, I'm looking over this list, man. And uh, Stevie, Ray Vi Stevie Ray Vaughan, The Sky Is Crying. That's, I think that's the last one they ever... Yeah. The last studio album. Listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan, bro. Go listen to... Stop... You know what? Stop listening to this. Go listen to Texas Flood right now. I mean, that's if you like blues. If you don't like blues, don't, because you're going to hate it. <laughs> but if you if you can... If you can stomach blues, go listen to... Uh, um, Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Amazing song. Um, but yeah. Man. Bad Motorfinger, though. I'm as old as that fucking album. That doesn't make me feel good. I mean, it does. I guess it's a it's a cool cool thing to be involved with. I'm not involved with. Fuck. Uh, having been uh, around for, you know? I mean, if we're being completely honest, I wasn't born yet, right? That came out in October, and I'm a December baby. But you know what I mean. I was, I was around. I was... No, yeah, I was around. I wasn't out yet. <laughs> the uh, the bun wasn't done yet, but I was in a belly, allegedly. I don't know that. I could very I could have very easily been a test tube baby. Who knows? I don't know. And guess what? You don't know either. You know what I am mad about? Change the subjects. So I was supposed to see Space Cowboy, Space Cowboy, see you, Space Cowboy, twice on their tour. Initially, I bought that ticket for uh, the 28th in Chicago, and then I was afraid that all the cool uh, tour variants that, and like uh, alt variants that the bands were selling for their vinyl would be sold out by then, so I went to the indie show at the Hoosier Dome. Well, I totally forgot <laughs> about the Black Friday show. Well, not Black Friday. Was it a Black? It was the 28th. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday, so I totally forgot about it. I didn't... I, I don't know. I didn't get a notification on my phone from what normally uh, Google does is they'll like, especially with Ticketmaster, 
right? Excuse me, I'm out here. Especially with Ticketmaster. They normally just like link it straight to your, you know, your calendar. But I didn't get a notification and I forgot. Oh, well. Yeah, which sucks because I was supposed to get some other things signed. I got some partials and then I was going to go, oh, I'll just see it. I'll see you in two weeks. I said to them, to most of the people in those bands, I'll see you in two weeks in Chicago. And then I forgot. So, Wristmate Razor, See You Space Cowboy, Grey Haven, Vatican. I apologize. I forgot. <laughs> uh, you know, it's holidays, man. It's whatever. It's weird times. Um, but yeah, being 30 is fun, man. <laughs> he said as he's only been 30 for like a little bit, doesn't even really know about it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, now I, now I think I can actually call myself an elder, right? To the kids in my local scene, be like, I am now an elder. Before I was just older than you. Now I am an elder. And you will address me as such. I would, well, Master Widener is what you would call, I mean, that's what I am. I am Master Widener because I am the eldest child of my parents, right? But I don't, can I be a lord? I think there's like, I think there's a site that you can like give somebody money and you can be dubbed. I think, and I think it's official too. It could be a scam. It might be a scam, but if it's true, I would love to be referred to as, do I want Lord Widener or Lord Chris? Lord Christopher, probably. If I'm going to put Lord on, it's got to be Christopher. Lord Christopher. Hmm. I don't know if I hate that or not. <sighs> oh, man. I don't know why I'm so tired. Oh, yeah, I know why. It's because I'm old. I'm fucking 30, bro. I'm 30 years old. I think if I say it loud enough, I'll get more used to it. I don't know. Weird things. Um, I, I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about. I mean, there have been things that come up. You know, the whole Manson thing is having new... Uh, New revelations week to week, but guess what? Who fucking cares? Okay? Just don't listen to his music. I'll be I'll say it. I haven't enjoyed his music in many, many years. I've thought it's been very recycled, and to be honest, I was pretty I was pretty disappointed in his with his interview with Mark Marin a couple years ago. He's just kinda intoxicated, which is super unprofessional, you know. Um, I get it, you're a rock star, but like, also, you're like 50, bro. When you're 20s, you know, teens, I would expect it. I would expect that kind of rock star, like, uh, delivery, attitude, um, I would expect that from a youth, but bro, you are grown. What are you doing showing up to interviews smashed? Maybe he wasn't drunk. He just... Did he seemed off? Something something wasn't right. Um, but yeah, I've I've that that whole debacle left a sour taste in my mouth. So I've just been kind of, I still was hopeful for the music, but just haven't been too impressed over the past probably decade. To be honest with you, probably decade. Um, but yeah, who fucking cares? Um, I would spout more music news, but I'm just just not into it right now, you know, trying to, what am I going to do to celebrate my birthday? I think I'll probably do what I did last year and drive up to Michigan and hit some record stores. Cause that's, as we said earlier, do what makes you happy and hunting for records makes me happy. Everyone's like, Oh, you could just buy them online. Fuck that. That's not that much fun. Yeah. You're getting the thing you want, but there's a huge difference between ordering online and Finding one in the wild, bro. Like, there's just flipping through. Oh, I don't like that. don't like that. Oh, that's interesting. And then just re- the revelation of, oh, my God. The Devil Wears Prada uh, with roots above and branches below. Finding that shit in the wild, bro, it's a whole nother experience. It's, it's, it's a treasure hunt. You found treasure. And that's the thing. Like, it's not just like a... Uh, the the opinions of the masses like an agreed decision that oh this is treasure there are those 
but to find your own fucking like grail as they call them your own grail bro unprecedented it's an unmatched feeling to be <gasps> i'm going home with this this is coming home with me and that's what i'm looking for that's what i'm that's what i'm gonna do for my birthday i'm probably what do i want to eat though i mean pizza is always gold tacos honestly though soft pretzels you want to you want to make your way into my heart soft pretzels i am a sucker for bread love me some bread um (laughs) also this may be a dumb question it is a dumb question because i could easily just google it but i will pose it to you maybe you know and you would like to feel smart for a second is pretzel bread its own bread (laughs) like you know pretzel buns and then there's you know pretzels itself what fucking bread is that is it just called pretzel bread is there a different name for it is it called pretzels for another reason? I know I could easily Google this, and I will after I'm done recording, but I'll give you an opportunity to yell at me and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, it's its own bread, but I don't know. How did they discover pretzel bread? Was it an accident, like they did, how they found alcohol, how somebody left some grain in a bin out in the field and it just... It rained, and then they came back like a week later and like, oh, this is sour, and it makes me feel funny after having drank it, which is another weird thing that they decided to drink it, you know? They're like, (laughs) their first instinct wasn't to be like, oops, ruin this and dump it out. No, they were like, this smells funny. Let me taste it. And then they drank it, right? That's weird. But innovation, right? It takes those weird decisions to <laughs> to push society into a progressive into a new uh, new form, right? Probably detrimental. You know, there's a lot of people die from alcohol-related accidents, but adversely, I think a lot of good things have probably come from drunken ideas. I can't name a whole lot, but I would be almost po- I'd be willing to bet money that a lot of the things that we enjoy today or have enjoyed in the past came from a drunken decision, you know? And for that, I will cheers to that. I'm holding my canteen of water. Swig. Stay hydrated, folks. And with that, happy birthday to me. I'm going to go do uh, I'm going to do some stuff in Michigan, right? Wink wink. Um I hope you guys have a wonderful uh, December. It's, you know, December's here, and it's probably going to be pretty mediocre, but whatever. Also, um, the plans that I have for this week, well, week, this month, no band interviews. Uh, It's just going to be me, and I'll have some, they're going to be guests, just it's not going to be band interviews, just so you know. Um, I figure everybody's probably holiday stuff and traveling i was like eh, i'll just let the bands do their band thing you know stay with their families and then next year good old 2022 we're gonna hit it hot hopefully see if i can get people scheduled in appropriately um i know i've got i've had a lot of people like hey can i get in it's like nah december i'm doing something else but hit me up and we'll get you scheduled for next year because Next year is going to be a bit... There's going to be some changes, okay? I can't divulge anything yet, but it's going to be some changes. Um, Nothing too drastic. I'm just going to be adding some things like uh, maybe a little of this, and maybe this will get changed, and, you know, we're just progressing and, you know, moving forward. You know, that's the name of the game. It's evolution, baby. Keep striving forward. Didn't I really sell that? It sounded really uh, motivated, right? Yeah. Well, you know, tired. <laughs> so yeah. Um, with that, uh, enjoy your week. I'll see you in seven days, right? Um, what week is next week? Maybe I can just tell you what's gonna happen next week. Um. No, I can't tell you. I know for uh, the Christmas, for our Christmas episode, I'm going to be having, I have been doing a guest spot on my friend's podcast over at the Nice Boys, right? 
Um, <laughs> we've appropriately appropriately dubbed it Christmas, more Chris, Spanish, you know, Christmas. Um, so I will be, I've been on every episode and I will be on every episode of the Nice Boys podcast in December. Um, if you go, <laughs> uh, listen to this week's, uh, yeah, this week's, it came out on Wednesday. Um, you can hear how irritated I get from waiting two and a half hours for a pizza. I ordered it before hours before the podcast started and it didn't get there until damn near the end of the podcast. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, nice boys. What can you expect? It's just si- random silliness. Okay. We talked about, well, I've been on several episodes now, but it's just go, go and listen. It's a lot of fun. If you enjoy, if you enjoy shenanigans, it'll, it's a lot of fun. Um, so you can catch me on there. Um, do I want to play anything else? I don't fucking know, man. Who cares, right? Who cares? Live your life. 22, son. I don't know why Christopher Big Black Boykin just came into my head, but he did. Okay? So, uh, all that in a bag of chips. What is happening to me right now? I have to go. We have to leave now. We have to leave now. (laughs) This has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and I will see you on the next episode. For your listening pleasure, please enjoy Have a Nice Day by Ghastly Sound.